0: I have a question for all of you, and it's a question that I think about from time to time whenever I see certain types of stories or certain uh, headlines, and this is the question. How do you not offend someone? How do you not offend someone? How can you guarantee that you do not offend someone? Because when I think about that question I don't have an answer. Because I personally don't believe there is an answer. There is no surefire way to not Offend someone. There's this story. That. Uh, pretty much came out. It's. it's I want to say. It happened like last week. Or something like that. But. It's. It's a pretty interesting story. And I'm not going to get into the. I'm not going to, to get Into really what he was wearing he was wearing he was wearing a maga hat make america great again hat but i want to talk today about censorship because it is a very very dangerous thing and it's a very very bad idea people think it's good but when you look when you look at the grand scheme of things, when you look at censorship, when you look at censorship on a, on the bigger scale, when you take in the whole picture, it's a terrible thing. Okay, so here's what happened. This is from The Hill. Okay. A high school in Littlestown, Pennsylvania, has apologized after the yearbook club blurred out two teenagers' pro-Trump apparel in a yearbook photo. The mistake was not noticed during the editorial preview process prior to print. We apologize on behalf of the yearbook club. It is not the policy or practices, practice of the district to improperly censor speech, Littlestown High School said in a statement to local Fox News affiliate WPMT. The apology comes after 16-year-old Jeremy Gebhardt Said he and his friend had their Make America Great Again hats, blurred out of a yearbook photo, taken during the school's Spirit Week. I think he just wants to support, help our country, and I think he is, Gebhardt said, of wearing the hat to support President Trump. They, like, blurred our hats out. Gebhardt's mother, Lorraine Gebhardt, told reporters that she was infuriated and felt her son's First Amendment rights were ignored. The incident is one, of, is one of the numerous recent cases on school campuses where political clothing has sparked debate. Last month, a New Hampshire school principal received backlash for telling a student to remove her apparel supporting Trump, including a Make America Great Again hat and shirt during the school's America Pride Day. And in March, a bus aide in Florida was suspended for swiping a MAGA hat off a student's head. So I somewhat remember that one in March. I don't remember too much about... uh, I don't remember too much about the New Hampshire uh, story. But I, I ask you guys again, how do you not offend someone? Because here's what I think the thought process was. And I'm also going to preface with this. In eighth grade I was in I was in yearbook at my middle school. And you know, it's you know, it's certainly this is certainly possible because the the staff The staff person that is in charge of the yearbook doesn't necessarily look at every single thing. You have the students who work on, they pretty much make the yearbook. And then she kind of oversees the whole process and makes sure like every, you know, he or she makes sure that everything is on schedule. But they don't look at every single picture and they don't look at every single wording. So it is possible. And then again, this, like also, what you have to understand too is this is a high school yearbook, so it's much thicker than you know your elementary, your middle school yearbook. So let me let me let me say that. But censorship is a very dangerous road. There's a book. Uh, I believe, I believe all people should read it and, um, it's called Fahrenheit 451 and it is a tremendous book, but if you haven't read it, I'm going to give you a little summary of it, um, or just say what it's about. So pretty much Fahrenheit 451 is this, uh, society is it's, it's America and it's, uh, Kinda in the future And pretty much what happens Is In this In the society Everyone Is Has pretty much become more cynical Um Everyone drives at like 100 miles an hour Um You know they have to make They have to make You know billboards extra long and extra big so people can see it as they're driving at unbelievable speeds. Um, You know, there's huge televisions that people watch and, you know, everyone is very superficial and it's, it's, it's really a terrible society to live in. But the biggest problem in the, the biggest problem in the book is called well they burn books in this society it's illegal to have books and pretty much there are firemen who start fires and they don't put out fires their job is to strictly burn down houses that have books in them and so what happens eventually is that uh, this one, this one fireman named Guy Montag. He, pretty much, he's he meets a girl. He's he's pretty much this cynical guy. He's just like everyone else. He's just trying to get by. But he meets this girl. I want to say her name is Clarice, and she is a, she's younger than him. I want to say she's like nineteen or something like that. She's in her teenage years. But she. Shows him the beauty in the world. You know. She's one of the only people. Who actually appreciates nature. You know. She goes on long walks. Which is pretty much unheard of at that time. You know. She enjoys. You know. The good in the world. And things like that. But. Unfortunately. The... Uh, unfortunately she's killed by a, by a fast paced car and her death really gets to him. And so she really inspires him and, you know, he starts to, he starts to read books. He's never, he's never opened a book. So he starts to read them because he, he's always been curious about what, like why they burn him. And the fire chief says something that's very interesting in the book that I think it's really, really overlooked. I think it's the most powerful statement in the entire book. I'm not, I don't have the exact quote, but pretty much the reason books are burned in this society is because they're deemed offensive to any group and those, uh, and they're pretty much full of quote unquote rubbish, that don't mean, that don't mean anything. So that's why they get rid of them. It's a very dangerous thing. There's another book called 1984, which is also a fantastic read. And what happens is these people, uh, there's this There's this society. I want to say, if I remember correctly, it's in Europe, I want to say. But pretty much in this society, um, the lexicon gets smaller and smaller every year. So they have, they have, you know, a dictionary and each year they take away from the dictionary. So certain words aren't allowed to be said. And if you say those, if you say words that are not allowed, you disappear. And no one no one hears from you again and it's a really it's just a really fantastic book so what's my point you know as a well let me say this as a as a christian you know i believe you know there are certain things that i believe and certain principles that i uphold but when it comes to when it comes to censorship, I don't believe anything should be censored. Video games, music, um, you know, books, movies, anything like that. Because here's what here's what happens. Here's what happens. When you, you have to look at the big picture when you look at things. You can't just look at this one small instance. You can't look at a small instance. You have to look at the path that you're heading down. You have to look and see where the destination is. So you censor one thing. And then, once you censor one thing, you try to figure out, okay, what else should we censor? And then pretty soon, the snowball is going down the hill. And it's very, very dangerous. And you have to, you have to think about what, what could become of this. So you know, just I, if you if you have an answer to this question, you know, you know, comment, DM me, um, text me. Pretty much anything because I'm still, I'm still waiting for an answer. And I don't think, I don't think anyone will have one. Because there's no possible way to not offend someone. There's no possible way to, for, to guarantee that you will not offend a person. You can literally, you can, you can literally walk past a person and not say hi to them and they will get offended. They'll be like, well, you didn't, you know, you didn't say hi to me. And so now they're, now they're offended. So if something like that is able to offend someone, how on earth do, how on earth do you prevent Offenses through other things, clothing, videos, music. Like to me, to me, I don't. To me, I. You know, it's just it's just a very dangerous road. I remember I was asked one time about uh, nudity on television. And I was like, you know, is there a problem with it? And you know, to me, see, here's the thing. I'm going to say this again. You know, as a Christian, I have I have these beliefs where it's like, okay, you know, yet there has to be modesty. There has to be certain things that shouldn't, you know, that shouldn't happen. But also, as a as a logical person I understand that everyone is not Christian. I understand that everyone does not believe the things that I believe. And you can't you can't force that onto people because that's dangerous. But when I when I was asked that question I said, you know what? You know, that's one of the things I like about British television. You know, they have no problem, you know, they'll show, they'll show nudity. And it's not, and here's the thing, nudity, I think for some reason, for some reason in in our society, we, we equate nudity with sexuality. And to me, that's not really the case because, you know, when you don't, when you don't have clothes on, you know, you're going to be, you're nude and you're naked. It's something, it's something that's natural. Um, and you know, it is, it is what it is. But to me, when you censor that, when you, when you censor anything, it becomes, it just becomes dangerous. You know, there, are, there are books that are, that are, uh, that are censored or challenged in school districts. Uh, The Great Gatsby, um, uh, let me think, let me see, The Great Gatsby, um, Catcher in the Rye, and, and here's my thing, some, some books I cannot stand, some books I absolutely can't stand, like The Catcher in the Rye, it was, it was a, it was a high school read, we read it junior year. I couldn't stand the book. I I I seriously wanted to throw it in the trash can. Because it just it was it just bothered me so much that we you know, we talked about because we were trying to figure out the symbolism in Catching the Rye. And the reason my experience with this book is so bad is because J.D. Salinger the author, there's literally a page before you get to the actual before you get to the actual uh, caught co- the actual chapters. There's a book, there's a page that says, it says something like this. This is only a story. This is not to, this is not to be analyzed or anything like that. It's just a story, which I believe is a beautiful thing. It's just a story. He's just, he's just, he, he made up a story and he told the story. That's all he did. But we spent like a month on figuring out symbolism and stuff like that and assignments concerning that. And I just absolutely hated it. I absolutely hated it. I was like, the, the man literally said to not, to not do this. It's his work. He said not to do it. He said there's nothing to look into, but we spent a month on it. Yeah, real smart. So, you have The Great Gatsby, The Catch in the Rye. Um, Let's see. The Grapes of Wrath, fantastic book. Um, Let me think. The Diary of Anne Frank, which to me, I'm going to be honest with you. The Diary of Anne Frank, I have read her diary ten times. I absolutely love her diary. I seriously do. To me, it's just, to me, it's just amazing. And it's about, you know, it's just a girl just writing and telling, you know, telling her story. I mean, the courage, the courage that she possessed. And the reason that it's like censored is because of sexual references where it's like, like I want to say, She's talk she's talking about, um, she's talking about sex and she's, she can't quite understand how it works because, you know, she doesn't understand how the vagina expands and stuff like that. And then she talks about like masturbation and stuff like that. But overall it's like, really? It's like, it's like, it's natural and it's, it's something that she just, that she does. It's something, it's something that she just talks about. A diary is, you know, you putting down your thoughts, you putting down your experiences. It's really, it's really a tremendous story. If you haven't read her diary, I seriously recommend it. Um, but that book is censored. Uh, to Kill a Mockingbird, that book is censored. I remember, in, um, I read that freshman year, or I first, I first read that book third grade, I should say, I should say this. And then it was a class read my freshman year of high school. And I remember, um, we talked about, you know, we, we had to read the book aloud and the book, uh, has, you know, the book says nigger. And so I was like, well, I was like, well, this should be very interesting because as a, as a, as a black kid going to a mostly white school, you know, the discomfort level. Oh, it was high. It was high. Every single time that word came up and it was said aloud, you know, there would be very quick glances towards my direction. And I, you know, I, I thought it was kind of, I thought it was kind of funny, but I was, you know, I remember one day after reading it, you know, one of the, one of the, one of my classmates came up to me and they were like, they were like, does it bother you? And I was like, no. And they were like, really? And I was like, no. And I was like, I was like, I was like, it's, I was like, if you take the time that the book is written in, it's perfectly acceptable. And it's like, it's like, I don't see you guys As being racist for saying it, and I don't think I don't think that word should I don't think it should be censored out in books. Because here's one of the great things about books, or just or just media overall. It's meant to make you feel uncomfortable sometimes. Learning is uncomfortable. It make your your ideas are challenged, your beliefs are challenged. You're not meant to be if you if you don't experience you know, discomfort, you'll never grow. So I had, I had absolutely no problem with it. And also, you know, another, other books that are, uh, censored, you know, Huck Finn, The Adventures of Huck Finn, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, you know, those, those are fantastic books, but they're banned because of the use of nigger. And I was like, I was like, people, I was like, it's supposed, like the point of the, the reason Mark Twain wrote those books was to talk, was to talk about the times, to talk about those times and also to make the reader uncomfortable. That's the point of the book. You're not meant to become, you're not meant to be patted on the back all the time. You're not meant to be rubbed on the back all the time. It's not about feeling good all the time. In order to learn and in order to grow, you have to be uncomfortable. That's how you learn things. That's how you mature. That's what happens when you make mistakes. When you make a mistake, you learn from it. You put yourself in a bad situation and you learn from that. And you figure out how to not get into that situation again. That's that's part of growth, being uncomfortable. Being in situations you don't really like to be in at, at a certain time. They're not great at the moment, but in the long run, it's helpful. Uh let me see. The color purple. I never I never finished the book. I only got like a few pages into it, and I can't remember why. It was I wanna say like a lot of a lot of the books that are banned are like because of sexuality or because of, you know, violence or things like that. Um, let me think. Lord of the Flies. Uh, William Golding. That book is fantastic. Um, it has the word niggers in it. Um, excessive violence and bad language. That's one of the reasons, you know, it's censored. And to me, it's just like, it's just like, wow, man. It's like. You can't, it's like you can't make the world, you can't put bubble wrap around the world, or you can't put bubble wrap around yourself. When you censor things, you're trying, you're trying to make things, you're trying to make the world safer. You're trying to make it, you're trying to make it easier. But in order to have success, in order to, in order to be great, and in order to develop you have to you have to become stronger don't make everything else softer you become stronger that's what you need to do these books these books are tremendous books they tell they tell tremendous stories and they really make you think In order to think, you have to risk offending. It's just, it's just, also I remember, I remember this one, there was this one, uh, there was this one teenager, I can't think of her name, I want to say it was like, Mueller, Something like that. It was in like, it was in, I want to say it was like February. I want to say it was Maddie Mueller. But she went to this, she, uh, she's a senior. She probably, she probably graduated this year. I believe she was a senior. But she went to a, a high school and pretty much she wanted to wear her Make America Great Again hat at her school but wasn't able to because of the dress code. And then she also this this was this is this really got me. Her request to wear a different hat that bore school colors and supported the president also was also rejected. So pretty much she wore like she just wanted to wear like a red hat. And that was but that was rejected. And you know, at my school, you know, there were things that were banned, you know, hats. And to me, it's just like what one the one that always gets me is the Raiders gear. And I'm I'm no I'm no Raider fan at all. But we couldn't, you know, Raider gear wasn't allowed because of they were like oh it's you know gang related i said you people are ridiculous you, you, i was like it's it's a hat it's a sports team and it's like it's like you can almost take anything make and make it a symbol and then it can be it you can associate it with something bad It's, I mean, it's just, it's just absolutely terrible. But I want to say, I want to say her name was Maddie Mueller. Nice, good-looking young girl. She, you know, she went on the news. And I was just like, I was just shocked at what had happened. I was like, wow. I was like, that, that's, that's just, that's just amazing. But censorship... And also, also, I want to say, I want to say, like, the district's, um, their response to it, I want to say it was, it was something like, they wanted to create a free learning environment that was, that was, like, distraction-free and promoted a safe and welcoming environment on the campus. Something like that. Schools aren't meant to be safe i talked about this in a previous episode the only safe space is in your bed there's only one safe space and that that is your bed in your house if you want to stay safe stay home and stay stay in bed don't leave do not leave school is a place of growth it's a place where you need to be challenged You're trying to risk not offending. It's just, it's just absolutely asinine. Absolutely ridiculous. A safe and welcoming environment on campus. It's just, it's just, it's just absolutely ridiculous. It's about, it's about being challenged. It's about exchanging ideas. You know, in ancient, in ancient Greece, they had, uh, they had situations where if you, uh, you know, they would talk about ideas and they would exchange ideas and they would call these places schools. They were schools. They exchanged ideas. They talked about things. They all, you know, they went back and forth and they, they just led to amazing discussions and amazing arguments. It's not meant to be safe. but I'm, I remember that story and I just remember I just remember seeing it on the news. I want to say I want to say it was in like February because my birthday my birthday had recently happened and then I remember I remember the art I remember um, the headline. And then watching it, watching it on the news one day, and I was, I was just, I, all I could do was just shake my head. Like, all I could do is just shake my head. As, as a society, we have gotten so soft. So soft, so delicate. I mean, we are, we are a society of cupcakes, man. We, we've got to do better. Offending, offense is going to happen. I don't care who you are. There's no way you're going to live this life, live your life without being offended one time. You yourself have probably offended somebody and you didn't even, you didn't even know you offended someone. Think about that. Think about there have been, there have been times where you were offended by someone and they probably didn't know that they offended you it's gonna happen don't censor speech don't censor clothing don't don't censor media it's just it's just absolutely it's just such a dangerous road to go down When you, when you, when you censor, you're trying to say, you're trying to say, okay, this is not going to work. So what, what we're going to do, we're going to create these, we're going to create some legislation that, you know, where we, where we pretty much repress what you, what you say or what, or what you do. There are some. There are certain things that I blatantly disagree with. Blatantly disagree with. But it's like it's like. Is it fair that they should be censored just because it makes me uncomfortable? No. It it's no. It's it's not okay. How is how is censorship defined? Off the top of my head, I would say it's, I would say it's the suppression, I'd say it's like the sup- suppression or prohibition of um, speech, media, um, information, or anything that could be seen as harmful or um, Obscene that that's how I would define it It's it's just it's just very dangerous the actual let me see what the actual definition is Okay, okay Google defines censorship as a noun the suppression or prohibition of any parts of books films news etc. that are considered obscene, politically unacceptable or a threat to security. Oh, I was I was actually pretty close, I'm actually quite impressed. And then in ancient Rome, it was the office or position of a censor. But it's absolute it's absolutely terrible. Censorship is absolutely terrible. You think, you know, You think it you can think it's a good idea. But that's when if you look down at your feet, things are good. But I'm asking you to look to raise your head and look at the end of the road. See where we're headed. It's very, very, very dangerous. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, if you don't read any any other book in your life, Read if you don't read any other books in your life. I don't care. I don't care what you believe. I don't care what you believe. Read Fahrenheit four fifty one, and read Nineteen Eighty Four, and you will see what ha- what can happen, and what even what eventually does happen. Because, sen- because censorship once it started it doesn't stop it's slow it's eventual it it's crawling and then at some point we get to a position where're like where did how do we get to this place how do we get to this place the world the world it's not it's not Rainbows and unicorns and ice cream. It's not made of, you know, marshmallows and things like that. It's a, it's a dangerous world. People cuss. You know, there's violence. Sex is a thing. It, it, you know, it's just, it's just so, so dangerous. It's very dangerous. I'm telling you, when stuff, when stuff is censored, it just, it's just, it's just frustrating, man. It's so frustrating. Because, because you see, you once you, once you see where, where, where we're headed, and I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying to say I'm woke. I'm not even sure that saying came from. But, you know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, historically, when, you know, when powers are given to a government or to a, to a, um, let's just say to a, to a higher power, that power isn't taken away. They don't or they don't give that power up. Once it's given to them, and once you try to go through legislation, that power is not taken away. And they, they keep it and they hold on to it. It's just it's just very dangerous. I believe I believe artists, content creators of all types should be able to express what they like even if even if i hate it if there was if there was this you know if there was this you know say a painting of you know that was like praising abortion or something like that i don't like it But I, you know what, it's like, you know what, that person should be able to make that piece of art. It's just, it's just a very dangerous road to go down. And I'm telling you, when you, when you, when you read these books, you see what's dangerous. Now, I will say this. When it comes to things like, uh, like warning labels, like on, uh, like on, on, you know, albums or video games or, you know, what appears before TV shows, what's like, you know, graphic scenes or things like that. Am I, am I okay with that? Um, yeah but in in my in my honest opinion it's like you might as well put that before every single thing here's i mean if if we're really to me i wouldn't have it at all because it's like it is like whatever you're about to watch you know it is what it is but you know censor it's like it's i asked the question again how do you guarantee you won't be. How do you guarantee someone is not offended? How do you not offend someone? Seriously, like I, I really want to know what you guys' answers are. I could go turn on the TV right now and watch Sesame Street. I could turn on, you know, I could turn on any ch- any children's show. I could turn on Dora the Explorer. That could that could offend someone. I could look at Dora the Explorer and be like, "How come there's no black people? Where the Asians? How come? How come? You know? How come she's speaking in Spanish? I can go to Sesame Street." I could I can you I, you see you see what I'm saying I could go to anything and I could easily someone could easily get offended it's it's unavoidable when you make content when you when you have media, somebody is going to be offended. It's unavoidable. it's unavoidable. there's nothing you can do about it. That risk is there. It's, it's, it's there. And there's absolutely nothing that you can do about it. So I hope, you know, this episode was, you know, interesting to you. And I hope, if anything, I hope it just made you think. How do you, you know, how do you not offend someone? How can you, how can you guarantee that? And there is no guarantee In order to develop, in order to grow, in order to mature, we have to. You have to risk offending. I'm telling you, as a, as a society, it's better because as a society we become stronger. When you make the individual stronger, then the society becomes stronger, and then everything, you know, everyone and everything becomes stronger. A society can only be as strong as its weakest link. And when you keep censoring things, people get weaker and weaker and weaker and weaker. And you have those that don't get that offended. And then you have those that easily get offended. And then you keep lowering lowering the standard. And then pretty soon, the weakest link has the strength of a toothpick. So it's just very dangerous. It's extremely dangerous. And I think we have to be careful. Censorship. Don't do it.